Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Understory podcast.、Uh, we're here again to share with you some of the cool, sustainable innovations that、uh, creators are building. And I'm really excited today to have Janae Brower with us. Janae is the founder and CEO of Public Thread, and、uh, we'll talk about what Janae and team do. Janae, welcome to our podcast. And、uh, to start off, tell us about yourself and Public Thread. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here、um, with you and all of your guests. So,、um, Public Thread, we are a for-profit social enterprise. We're located in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we do textile upcycling. So, we're really focused on being a community-based upcycling company, and we divert scrap and surplus textiles from our landfills, and、uh, we create living wage jobs that support a growing creative economy. In our community, so we're really focused on how do we divert that textile waste from the landfill and support jobs. Great, and it, it, based on the model that you're you're creating at Public Thread,、uh, there、mm-hmm. are a few different aspects of sustainability. One is providing access to work opportunities for individuals、mm-hmm. and creators, and the other is actually just diverting things people in the trash and make them reuse reusable again. And so,、mm-hmm. can you just go into a little bit more detail about? What are the products and how how this model works? Yeah, exactly. So,、um, so we actually source the scrap and surplus textiles from area manufacturers. So it's actually post-industrial waste, and it's pre-consumer waste. So it hasn't been used,、um, and it comes to us in the form of、um, a variety of different ways. Some of them are small scraps that might be leather or 3D knit material or upholstery fabric,、um, or they could be rolls of fabric, and it could be things like wool and、um, polyester and nylon、um, or a Whole variety of different materials,、um, and then we also actually divert、uh, billboard signs and banners as well. So、um, we source that、uh, that vinyl from the companies or from individuals,、um, nonprofits, organizations that want to actually divert that、uh, that vinyl from the landfill and upcycle it into different products. And so we actually design、um, and then manufacture the products in house. Um, and we have our own brand as well. So we're both a B two B company as well as a direct to consumer company. So、um, we create products that we can sell in batches to different organizations or corporations,、um, as well as providing、um, unique small batch products that we design and make、uh, that we sur- that we sell directly through our、um, e commerce website. Great. Give us an, an example of. A B two B product or B two C product that you're working on or have have worked on before? Yeah, yeah. Actually,、um, one of our、uh, one of our major staples、uh, in 2019 was. We actually、um, partnered pretty heavily with Steelcase, which is a, a global furniture company,、um, and so we diverted、uh, about 3.4 tons of material from the landfills. So it was scrap or surplus material that they had left over from manufacturing, and、um, and then we diverted it in a house, and then we do our analysis and figure out okay, what kind of materials do we have? What can what is the best use for these materials?、Um, what are ways that we could combine the materials in unique ways? And so last year. We actually、um, would create a number of different batches、um, regularly for Steelcase, where we actually made totes. And what's unique for、um, for us making totes is when you order a batch of anything from us, whether it's a laptop case, it's a zipper pouch, it's a tote bag,、uh, 
um, or any variety of different things, um, what's unique is that you actually get in that batch a whole variety of those textiles. So you would not get, you know, a thousand of the exact same material. You would get, you know, maybe 10 or 15 of this color and maybe 25 of this color and, you know, on down the line. And so it really offers, um, particularly companies that do have uh, an interest in, in having something that is unique and, and um, kind of highlights the diversity of the textiles that are available, um, we're able to create a really cool product for people that doesn't feel like it's just um, this mono product that's the same, same, same every time. It actually gives a little um, energy and excitement to the product and, and elevates it for the companies that are working with us. Yeah. And when you go to like a company like Steelcase or other large companies that uh, do have a lot of you know ways or byproducts because of their business model and and their industries, and you tell them about this is what you can do for them at Public Threat, and they can actually be a beneficiary at the end of this. Are they surprised? Like, how do you convince them? Is this a new concept to these firms? <laughs> yeah, actually, it's um, it was really interesting in our first meeting we had with them. I mean, actually, in Steelcase is an incredibly thoughtful company um, that really does care about sustainability and the environment. Um, and so they actually are really good about not having a lot of waste um, when it comes to the surplus material. But what was so cool was we were in our meeting with them and they were like, what do you mean they're going to be all these different textiles? Like, wow, that feels so exciting. So they're all of the textiles that they use in their products, but typically wouldn't see them all together like that. And so it right. actually was really exciting for them. And so I think what happens too, and another one of our partners is actually Chaco. Um, and Chaco Shoes has a lot of different straps that they use in the making of their, their products. And so they actually, um, in 2019, diverted quite a few thousand pounds of, of textiles to us that we're then able to elevate into other products. And, um, and so we're talking about how we could actually kind of co-brand or be able to um, have our products up on their website. So we're exploring some of those things, but it's really exciting because it offers us an opportunity to take some of these surplus materials and get really creative with them because right. uh, we are able to kind of put them together in new ways. So maybe we're putting leather with 3D knit with nylon with a Chaco strap, you know, and so that variety really allows us um, to create products that are really unique to our community because we're really trying to divert the waste in our community and so it, it's really a cool way to to kind of place us here in uh in the grand rapids in the greater grand rapids area yeah no that's that's great to hear um what's the process how long does the process take as you get these inputs and you have to figure out what to make and there's the, a process of right as you shared kind of kind of deconstructing, figure out what these mm -hmm. things are and then putting it back together and really then it becomes upcycling and you have output. How long does it right. take, you know, educate us on that process? <laughs> well, at this point, it takes way too long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and I think that's because we're still, I mean, even though we're four and a half years in, um, you know, we're still, we're still allowing and we've really allowed um, the materials to direct us and to lead us. And so where we started back um, in 2016 was actually with grain bags from breweries. So there was this woven polypropylene bag that would come to breweries to bring the materials to make beer. And then they would
have all of these materials just sitting there. And, and one of the breweries came to me and said, hey, we want to upcycle this. We want to use it. We don't want to just throw it away and we can't recycle because there's stitching on it and yada, yada. So, right. so, you know, but it started with that and then it's evolved. And so we are, um, we're really trying to get it down where we have, you know, we're definitely not in the same vein as sort of the traditional fashion industry that takes, you know, a year, two years to design a product right. um, or to get it to, to market. And so we're really looking at like, you know, a three to six month timeframe of bringing products to market. Um, and we're working on scaling so that, cause we have about 80,000 pounds of material, um, on hand right now. And that is just a small, small fraction of the material that's being thrown away all the time. Right. Particularly textiles. So we are really trying to move so that we could, uh, we could divert more textile waste and divert textile waste at scale within the next, hopefully five to 10 years for yeah. our entire community. Yeah. And this is not specifically about your company, but Janae, mm -hmm. just for all the work that you have done and your experience, it seems like what you're doing here is highly applicable to the fashion industry because they have lots oh, yeah. of scrap fabric. And, uh, and uh, so do you have a sense of how what you're doing can, can influence um, the fashion industry to also have um, not necessarily just a posture, but... Uh, implementation toward this kind of um, model? I mean, I would say absolutely, because um, one, we're place-based. And so any place where you have industry and there's textiles, um, particularly in, in an area that's, you know, highly concentrated with uh, fashion or manufacturing houses that are working in apparel and accessory, it's, it's absolutely critical that um, that there be entities like Public Thread where you can actually divert that waste and you can design around those materials and keep those materials out of the landfill and support living wage jobs. And I think the living wage jobs piece in this industry, particularly fashion, is super important given that there are 75 million garment workers that are largely underpaid or working in really horrible conditions. Um, and, uh, and absolutely uh, deserve higher and living wages to be able to support themselves and their families while making the products that we use every day. So right. we, that was one of the really important things for me when I started Public Thread was that we were able to be a model in, in the marketplace. So we are not a charity. Um, we are in the marketplace. And so we are working to find solutions that say, hey, if you have these materials in your community, I don't care if it's tires and you want to make shoes out of them, or if you have billboard signs and banners and you want to make different products out of them, or if you have leather or fabric or whatever it might be, we want to be, um, we believe this kind of uh, entity should be existing in any community where there is textile waste. Um, so yeah, absolutely. This could impact the fashion industry um, and it should. And um, uh, the more companies that are actually using a circularity approach and actually taking their own materials and upcycling it into new products um, or working with an outside company to do that, I think that's an incredibly responsible and an important component that businesses should be factoring in as they go forward. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And Janae, you mentioned a circularity and obviously mm -hmm. there are lots of capital now um, marked for for this area um, as, mm -hmm. as it relates to climate action and, and et cetera. Um, beyond fashion, beyond the co companies, the early adopters you're working with, mm -hmm. what advice would you give to these global enterprises that uh, are producing a lot of things, are using a lot of things? How can they start implementing uh, and thinking about 
hey, these are the things that I could potentially um, send to public thread and, and mm-hmm. gather upcycle and build certain things that I could make use again. How, mm-hmm. how do they start thinking about that more specifically? Do you have any advice? Oh, well, that's, you know, that's a great question. I mean, one model we, um, so we work, one of our partners is uh, Meyer, which is a regional um, sort of large scale uh, grocery and home home goods type of a store. And uh, so they would put up a number of different billboards around the community anytime where they're opening, you know, a new store, or they want to, you know, um, just advertise in general. And so they had a number of billboards that were available. And these billboards, you know, are 48 feet by 14 feet high. So they're quite big. Um, And they wanted to take those billboards and work with us to upcycle those billboards into bags that then get sold in the store where they can talk about how they diverted their own waste from a circularity approach into these these materials um, and these products that um, is supporting not only local jobs in this community, but then they're able to bring that d- direct um, connection to the customers that shop in their grocery store. And so um, it is really kind of just trying to get creative and, and start to, to think about, um, you know, how you can take the materials that already exist uh, yeah. right, right now and do something really uh, creative um, and inventive, hopefully, with them. Uh, yeah, using places like us. Yeah, that's a very helpful example, I think, for yeah. people to think more broadly. Um, what's your model and how do companies and consumers, and obviously I know consumers can go onto a website and buy product, but yep. um, I think companies that have the aspiration to get into upcycling and circularity, how do they engage with you? How do they find you? What's the model? Yeah, so you can definitely find us uh, on our website, which is publicthread.co. Um, and I think, you know, anytime a company, a nonprofit, a municipality or government is looking to host an event, now, of course, that's kind of post-COVID if you're hosting an event, or if you're, you're, you're looking to purchase uh, promotional products, so you want to have branded products, um, or you want to, uh, you know, be able to share different um, products, a tote bag, a zipper pouch, a thing with all of your employees or your customers that come through that are um, that are part of your network um, or subsidiaries, partners, whatever it might be. Be. Um, when you're looking to to do those types of things, I would say um, it is really important to be thinking again about what are the materials that already exist. So if you're a company that doesn't necessarily work in textiles, um, please start to think about how to account accommodate and think about more than just the the financial bottom line. And so what, what happens is, uh, you know, we are a little bit more expensive than sort of a traditional, really low cost, mass produced tote bag. Um, that might be made uh, overseas, um, but what what the bigger impact with us is that by purchasing that one um, that one tote bag or those two hundred tote bags or those three thousand tote bags, um, you're actually not only supporting uh, jobs, living wage jobs in particular, and keeping that material out of the landfill. And so I think um, it's just I can't repeat it enough that it's super important. We even put this on our invoices when we are working with a company or an organization to say, not only is this the bottom line as far as the cost goes, but these are the jobs that you supported in this project. And this is the pound or the weight of the material that was diverted from the landfill because of you purchasing 
these bags or, or this product. And so um, I just think it's really important from a sustainability perspective to, to really look at all three of those things um, when making purchasing decisions, when looking at how do you procure these new items that you want to share with employees, staff, um, or partners. I think that's really well said. Uh, Janae, thank you so much for sharing your perspective with us today. And thank you for uh, pushing forward your innovations and efforts in, the, in this dialogue about cir- circularity, upcycling, and sustainable innovation. Uh, Janae Brower, founder and CEO of Public Thread. Thank you so much. This is wonderful.